Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman. Joining me, he's back. for getting the band back together one more time, Mr. Jared Dubois. Glad to have him back for this show as well. A lot to talk about. Obviously, the Zlatan rumors will not go away, nor should they. Uh, and so we'll be talking a lot about that. I'm sure that'll be the main focus of this live show on a Thursday night. Uh, February 1st, that's right, we're already into February, and that means that uh, it can't be too long until the LA Galaxy actually make their way back onto the pitch for the LA Galaxy's 2018 season. As a matter of fact, as I look at it now, only 31 days until the LA Galaxy face off against the Portland Timbers uh, on March 4th. So, a lot of uh, fun stuff to talk about. Let's uh, let's bring back the man. Uh, I know you're all waiting for him. Nobody's here to, to listen to the show to me today. Everybody's here for Jared. Jared, how's it going, buddy? Kids are behind a closed door, so I'm a happy man. Uh, I was gonna. You have to start that over again because I forgot to unmute you. It's one of the. I. It's oh my, my I, I know. god! I know. This I know. is how you treat a uh, a uh, an icon. Yes, an icon. Yes, this is how I treat an icon. I mute you. No, yes. I was saying my glass. I my wine glass is full. The kids are behind a closed door. I'm a happy man right now. Well, that there's there's better there's worse things in the world. That's for sure. So I'm glad you could uh, you could join us a little bit. What of uh, I, I always like to do this. I know you don't get to be on the show as much as you as you would hmm. like. Um, but you get sort of an outsider's perspective because you're not sitting here talking with me every week. So what have you thought so far of the L.A. Galaxy and uh, and their offseason in uh, in 2018? I think they've nailed the offseason, to be honest with you. I mean, up until the point they're about to trip over the last hurdle, in my opinion. OK, uh, I think they've done a fantastic job of addressing the needs. Um, well, here's the thing. There's a lot of question marks. I, I don't know for a fact that they've addressed the defensive needs. They're, they may have. They've made a lot of moves in that area. They've brought people in that look like they're the right people to fill the positions that they needed. They've brought a lot of experience over. Um, so I'll say positionally, it looks like they've taken care of business in the back, but I don't for, know for sure until you see the uh, see the guys play, see the combination, see the chemistry. The back line is a lot of communication. Um, if that when those poles aren't quite right and you've got a few different languages back there, we'll have to see how that works out. But I will say the front seven, the front seven, the, the Galaxy's done a fantastic job of nailing this in the offseason. I'm a really big fan of most of the decisions that they've made so far. This is a team that's ready to compete again in 2018. I, will they? Are they going to necessarily like dominate? No, I don't think so. Um, but I think you're not going to get a repeat of 2017 this year. Yeah, and, and that's sort of the uh, the the main point here is that things have been corrected at least to the point where or the Galaxy, um, as you say, compete. And if you're competing in this league, this is a question. And, and my good friend Chris Tucker asked me this question, and I thought it was a it was a good sort of example of, of where your mindset is looking at this th- looking at this team. But if you look at the Galaxy, are they a playoff contender? Uh, every team in MLS is a playoff contender. There's not one team you can point out in the entire league right now and say they're not a playoff contender. There's too many teams make the playoffs, and MLS is way too fickle. Because to, at the beginning of the season last year, you and I weren't weren't like 
high on the galaxy, but you could have called them a playoff contender last season. Yeah. You, you'd be you'd be lying to yourself, and you'd be using you'd be using way too much hindsight to say otherwise. Yeah, no, no, you're right, and and, and that is sort of the sort of the the point of everything is that listen, the galaxy right now are, should be better than they were last year, just even on paper. Now, granted, I've seen pa- teams on paper win uh, MLS Cup championships before the season has started, so I'm not exactly jumping up and down and ready to go. But it, it's... I don't think this is that league anymore. I, I think there was a time where you could look at you could look at the league across the board the depth of each team and single out three teams or so that are that really had the ability to run away with the whole thing and you would be probably i don't know uh, 66% accurate in that this is not that league anymore this league has a lot it's always had parity but it's parity at a higher level now where it, it literally is splitting straws or splitting hairs at some points to figure out who the best team in the league is. Is it Atlanta? Maybe. Is it Toronto? It's theirs to lose, you know, they, they, until proven otherwise. But how many teams have you seen go from first to worst and worst to first in, in MLS? It's just that type of league. Right. So right. I, mean, I, I, I Anyone that's drawing conclusions about October right now, I'm, they're lying to you. Yeah, well, of course, and, and or they're at least uh, they're at least enjoying the the fruits of the off season, where everybody seems to be equal at the uh, at the start of the season, right? I mean, hope oh, springs great, eternal. Man. When you're the Philadelphia Union fan, you love March <laughs> because the world is your oyster. Maybe this is the year we don't suck. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's always a uh, there's always there's always Sorry, hope. No, to Chris Pontius. Yeah, no, no, I think he's happy that he's in back in uh, Los Angeles. So I don't think he's should, gonna. Should we be concerned though? That our one of our top signings this offseason is a guy that was on DC United like three years ago. I mean, well, like, well Perry DC United was that great three years ago. Perry Kitchen, uh, Chris Pontius, you have you have some DC United roots there. Um, I, I think everybody thought that that Siggy was going to fill the roster with uh, ex Seattle players, right? Um, but but I don't think that we've seen that. So I'm surprised Brad Evans isn't in a jersey. Every that is, yeah, you know what I am still surprised. I I said it in the off season uh, before. You know everything had really gotten spooled up. I go, don't be surprised if Brad Evans is in a Galaxy jersey whenever this year starts. But he's not. So I think I think you can sort of uh, sort of say that Siggy and Dom have have picked wisely from around the league. I mean, you got a San Jose earthquake like uh, David Bigham. Uh, you have a former Seattle guy, Orlando City guy like Servando Carrasco. Uh, DC United with Perry Kitchen or Chris Pontius, Philadelphia Union, DC United, Ola Kamara now coming from Columbus. They've gone around and cherry picked the league. I think actually pretty they, nicely. They've done a very good job of this, and um, I obviously. People will draw conclusions about what they want to blame last season on. In the end, are you pointing the finger at any one person for last season? I mean, I can if you really want me to. I don't know. I don't want you to. I okay. want you to be honest. Like, do you point the finger at one person, three people? Like, what was, to you are the top two contributors to the to the to the devastation that was last season? Yeah, I could say Pete Vianis is high on my list of people who who it was, and possibly uh, Jovan Karofsky. Um, okay, so I so I, one I, of those positions is solved. One right. of those things is. Well, you know? well, kind of. Not really. Don't, that's that's not really. He's still. He Pete Vianis is still very much involved in. He's the not pulling the trigger on these deals. He is though. not pulling the trigger. He does not have over final say, and I do believe that Siggy has overruled him multiple times. And listen, already and this I am offseason. not. I, I think there's a lot of maybe fans that have come to L.A. in the last, let's say, nine years or so that are just crucifying Pete Vianis. And listen, rightfully so in a number of decisions that were made last year. But 
I'm old enough and a long-time Galaxy fan enough to know that I respect Pete Vainas. He did a lot for this club on the field. And he – I stand by the club's decision to not just get rid of the guy wholeheartedly. He's a part of this history, and he cares about this team. Did he make some mistakes? Yeah, a ton of them. He did not perform right in the, that position. But I think it's important – I mean I equate it to – man, what's the right way to say this? You've got a brother that you that you grew up with your whole life, mm-hmm. yes. and he does something wrong in your family. Mm-hmm. You can choose to cut him out the family if you want, but really, maybe you just are more metered with how much you let him in. Right. But you don't want to throw away something you invested your whole li- your whole life in, and that's what Pete Viennese is. He's L.A. soccer. Whether you like it or not, pass back Pete is part of this legacy. So I don't want him to be going off somewhere else. I do want him to be in the fold somewhere because I think he deserves it as almost like a lifetime achievement award. That being said, he needs to bring the results for wherever he's at and whatever he's doing. And last season he didn't, so they were right to move him. But I'm not done with Pete Viennes like some people might be. I was going to say, I I think there are a lot of people who disagree. That's fine. I understand your your perspective. Here's the thing I would have to say to those people. One bad year in something he's never done before, and that's part of the problem, is worth you throwing away a lifetime of dedication to the team you say you love. You say, till I die. You say these things about this club when you're sitting in your fan section and when you have your scarf above your head. But when it really comes down to it, you're going to throw away a piece of Galaxy history like it's trash when he has blood and and, and sweat for this team. I don't agree with that. Yeah, here's the problem is that people did... Uh, one person for sure got held accountable last year, and I'm not sure it was 100... And I know it wasn't 100% his fault. So if you're going to fire somebody whose fault it wasn't, but you let the guy whose fault, whose main job it was to construct a roster, that's sort of where I have the problem. If you're going to hold one person... It's the easy move, dude. It, the it was move. the easy move. But that that doesn't necessarily make me feel better about what the Galaxy in the front office did, which they I took the easy the way out. I think when the was at that stage of the season, and we're, we're treating this like a, uh, a memoriam on 2017, so right, I apologize. Right. No, 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 a lot fine. of things I probably haven't said of the, and since we've been on the show last time. The... The current the, the, the current move is the best thing you can do to change as little as possible and still try to salvage face. Right. You know? Right. Okay, the new coach who has a track record of being the short-term coach places, right? Mm-hmm. Kansas City, D.C., done a fantastic job as a third-rung coach at the LA Galaxy. That's the easy move. Yeah. Pibianus is the tough move because for all the reasons I just gave you before this. Right, right. Now, the real problem is... They hired a guy that had no history of doing that job. Yes. Loving LA Galaxy isn't enough. No. Nope. You really got it. And, if, and here's the problem LA, in some ways, is chasing Doug Hamilton's ghost. Yes. Doug Hamilton was a fantastic GM, really good at sourcing, sourcing players and talent. And then Bruce Arena took over. And he did a, a fantastic job as well. But he wasn't just a true GM. LA is chasing that. And. I think they need to go back to a true GM, but it needs to be something more like Garth Lagerway, uh, who really kind of knows what he's doing up in Seattle and in the past uh, Real Salt Lake. I don't know if the GM coach thing is going to work for every coach we have coming through here. Ziggy knows a lot, and he's done a good job this season, but I don't know if that is a mold we need to keep going with in the future. Yeah, it is. It is seems to be uh, definitely a trend in the league to make sure you have a dedicated general manager. Maybe Siggy transitions into that with Dominic Kinnear also being an assistant coach there. You've um, got to respect these two guys. They, they, they are... Um, I'll tell you, Dominic Kinnear is one of my favorite people in in the league. Um, he's overall, for sound bites. He's great for sound bites. But he's also he's just honest and 
and joyful about being a soccer coach most of the time, which is always fun. And I fun. think you're seeing a more casual Dominic Kinnear being in the assistant coach role. Oh, yeah. And I think it almost suits him in some ways. Well, he gets to be the positive guy. Siggy gets to yell, and Dom gets to be the, hey, you know what? You're you're okay. You're okay. Keep keep your head up. Keep going. Let's go. Work harder. I'll tell you why I like Dom Kinnear. I've always been a fan of Dom Kinnear's defenses. Yes. I mean, Wade Barrett coming up through his through through him. I mean, if you go all the way back to uh, Craig Weibel, I mean, there, he had fantastic defenses and he really had a good structured dedicated communicative defenses and if you think about it he never did it with any stars back there yeah he did a fantastic job of finding good talent and making them play well together and i think that's important with a team like la because if you're la where do you want your money spent in the flash right right the flashy glitzy players the ones that are going to score that means you're not going to have as much money to spend in those other areas and you've got to find those gems and make them work and i think that's where dom Kinnear can really help this team well, I mean, I think he's already helped in terms of bringing in David Bingham. You talk about defense and, and Bingham. I like I, David Bingham, dude. I, I think it's a good signing. Um, I don't. I think he got a bad run in San Jose. I remember being impressed with him consistently, watching him play. Granted, maybe he just fell out of favor or something like that, but I think that's a good sign. And here's the thing. I also think in terms of people who got a bad run of it, yes. you're not going to like this. Uh-huh, yes. I think... Uh, you can say it. We're in a safe space here. Hardly, think, a, hardly anybody Rowe listens. I got a little bit of a hard deal here. You think Brian Rowe got screwed a little bit? You can I say. I think it. Brian Rowe, in many times, was a victim of a poor five men in front of him. Absolutely. And I think he took the hit for that. I had never thought that he was a star goalkeeper in this league, but I think he's a starting goalkeeper in this league. I really do. I don't think he was a bad goalkeeper most of the time. I think he was put in really horrible. Unlike Clement Diop, who was horrible <laughs> in places where it was his fault. Right. His fault. He can make fantastic saves, and I think when he's calm and not under as much pressure, he's probably a better goalkeeper. And I think the nerves get to him. But in just, just my my opinion by watching him. But Brian Rowe, I think, is a consistently good keeper in this league, and he could be a number one or number two at some lower-level club than L.A. L.A. has too much focus and has to win every year. And I don't think – first of all, I think the defense let him down greatly. Being in and out of the starting lineup, I think, hurt him as well. I think he's a serviceable keeper. keeper. Yeah. But Bingham is an upgrade 100%. Yeah, he is, and uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people were hoping that the Galaxy would get um, Alstead, who, who, who I really like as well. Um, but you know, this is the way it went. I, I think David Bingham is a, is a, is going to be a really good upgrade there. Uh, you have Brian Silvestri as as sort of backup, and and I kind of like him too. Just his size alone just gets me kind of excited. Just how big the wingspan Zach is. Zach Thorntonish. Yeah. Oh, you probably don't do. Do you know who Zach Thornton is? Uh, yeah, Zach. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, back Zach in the Thornton. day, so yes. the Chicago Fire had this keeper named Zach Thornton, and he was like, he looked like Carl Malone in in the net. I mean, he was huge, right? And what I used to love is people that, that have been around the MLS for a long time will remember at the All Star game they used to do a skills challenge, and Zach Thornton. They had this one event, and I don't know what to call it besides an event. They literally had people take penalty shots to see how hard per hour. And Zach Thornton would step up as the keeper. They have all these guys taking it, and Zach Thornton steps up as a keeper and just demolishes the ball. It's like it's almost like he's gonna hit the, the skin off the ball, you know? Right. He was amazing with that. And is listen, I don't know what it means in the grand scheme of talent, but they had this measure, and he was amazing with it. I always was a fan of watching Zach Thornton, and a big guy can save. I mean, you don't all have. Not everyone has to be like Bill Hamid and be like a like an athletic greyhound man. That guy is is built fantastically for the position. There's Scott Johnson. I mean, Sean Johnson is a very 
different keeper than Bill Hamid. He's built differently and doesn't make him wrong. But there's there's just a reminder that they come in all sizes, you know, and you don't see that as much anymore as you did back in the day. But uh, I, I really like I, I enjoy the big boys. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun to watch. All right, let's get I to uh, let, let's get to a little bit of uh, of some of the stuff that I wanted to cover here. Um, I'll be, I, I'm not trying to swish you off things. I just want to move some things along here. Um, Whatever, traffic director. Yeah, I know. It's my job. Uh, let's see. It's fun. Uh, LA Galaxy weekly schedule. Let's just go over this real quick. Obviously, the LA Galaxy are in Tucson. They're training. I think they're training two, three times a day. Uh, if you've seen any of the interviews that have gone over and, and some of the guys there, everybody seems like they're getting along. This is a time for everybody to you know wear name tags, uh, tell everybody what their favorite color is. They sit around the campfire and talk to each other. Um, this is a good... For a team that doesn't know each other, Jared, with so many new faces on it, uh, this was probably a good decision by Siggy Schmidt to go away and trap everybody together. And that means you drive to the training fields together. That means you hang out in the hotel rooms whenever you're, you're, uh, when you're not training together. You grab dinner together. Together, you grab lunch together. You are together for you know a whole week and a half, two weeks, however long they're there, um, and, it, and that's worked, a good it thing. It worked for the first Pitch Perfect movie. <laughs> I mean, they take all those girls and took them away to acapella camp, and look at that chemistry. The chem- it just it just blossomed right there. That's exactly I mean, right, dude. I mean, when they do the, the the remix at the end, you believe it. You believe it's 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 amazing. It's wonderful. So you're right. I mean, if it works for for Anna Kendrick, it can it can work yeah, for anybody. Becca, man, like who's our Becca? <laughs> I have no idea. Who is our Becca? Who's our Fat Amy. Um, oh, oh man, answer that. I was gonna say, you know, but but I mean, the the problem is that Amy was was so good that you you want somebody to be you know Fat Amy, but anyway, well, she does that mermaid dance on the ground, and uh, Boateng kicks the ground a lot. Maybe that's her Fat Amy. Maybe that that's a, that's a weird visual, but yes. So anyway, Fat Amy is Tiny Emma. Uh, the LA Galaxy will play Real Salt Lake on Saturday, February 3rd in Tucson at 3.30 p.m. I don't. I imagine that there might be a stream of that. I have not been aware of any stream, but keep your eyes open on Saturday, February 3rd, 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. That is when the Galaxy will play Real Salt Lake, sort of their first uh, preseason game of the, uh, of the preseason. Um, so keep an eye on that. And then, of course, the Galaxy don't stay there for very long on Monday. Literally on Monday, when we have our next show, Kevin and I will be recording. The LA Galaxy will be returning to Los Angeles that Monday. So all of that, you know, hey, kumbaya, we're uh, we're learning how to sing together. Uh, stuff is going to come back, and the Galaxy will be back in Los Angeles. Uh, and then it starts the preseason games here at StubHub Center. February 10th is the uh, first game against New York City FC at StubHub Center. That is the preseason. It's one of the game. first years in a long time I actually may, I may watch preseason. I think there's actually something to learn this year because it's just so many unknowns. I you, feel like you almost kind of have to watch it, but I, I, a word of caution for people who out there are going to really take nothing from this. Yeah, like really yeah. take nothing from the results. All you want to do is look at individual players and look at at, at one two combinations. Like, are you seeing give and goes? Like, that's the stuff you want to see. Are you seeing overlaps? Are you seeing uh, the back line pull together? Take very little stock in anything else. You just looking for chemistry at this point. If you're seeing chemistry, you should be happy. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. Yeah, you you just want to see anything that sort of can can look like it. And if it doesn't look good, that's okay too. I mean, first game you're likely to get the guys playing 45 minutes. Um, so you get one group 45 minutes, another group 45 minutes. That's gonna be it. You're not gonna see a whole bunch of you know starting. And and with Siggy Schmidt, you may not even see a starting group in that. They may just play 45 minutes and 45 minutes. Although I would expect that one of those groups is 
the starting lineup, and we can sort of uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, just a quick heads up, the Spectrum Sportsnet and Spectrum Deportes, of course, will be the broadcasters of the Galaxy Games again in 2018. Uh, Chris McGee, Clint Mathis, Dan Kennedy, and Kelly Tennant will be returning to uh, give you all of your your uh, non-nationally televised games. I love me some Clint Mathis. <laughs> I know you're a big Cletus fan. Uh, I remember reading an interview one time where he was just talking about how he just doesn't didn't drink water. He, like he hated water. It was, and it, it just explains so much about him as a player. I was going to say tequila was more his style, you would think. I don't know if he said that. It's just like he did enjoy drinking water. And there was just a point in his career where he just started doing it and making himself do it. I remember – I, I, listen, unless I'm making this up, I remember the interview, I think, where he was saying like as a professional athlete, yeah, I just don't enjoy water. That's That's – that's a good sound, but I'm going to have to put all my money behind uh, Dan Kennedy as being uh, being one of the smartest and best looking. The most handsome, uh, but come on, dude. He, come on. Dan Clint Ken- Mathis is the real deal. Clint Mathis is likely to say something crazy and then fall off his desk chair. Dan Kennedy is going to give you the play, oh, you know, the analysis. My chair. <laughs> he's going to give you the analysis. He's going to be locked in and he's going to look at you with those steely eyes whenever he's doing it. So a handsome man, dude. Those We have some good guys there. And then Joe Titino, Kobe Jones, of course, going back to the play-by-play group as well so i mean that's i just wanted to point that out just in case you were wondering whenever the schedule gets released a lot of times they don't show that the broadcaster is going to be uh you know uh, spectrum and the reason for that is because spectrum paid a whole bunch of money so they get their own press release that's basically why why they do that so and it's interesting uh, jared i don't know if you've been following along with uh lafc and their television deal Oh, um, the YouTube TV deal. The YouTube TV deal, which I think uh, is a mixed bag for me, but I, I think it's interesting. I, I, I don't understand too much about what they chose to do there because is that the internet rights, or because the internet rights usually are pretty held tightly by MLS as a as a league. It's, it's usually negotiated like altogether as a, as league, right? And no. it, but it's YouTube TV, which I know that property, and it's technically their version of TV. We can get local channels and stuff like that. Right. So it's an interesting hybrid thing, and I'm not sure what to make of that. It, it is. It is all internet. It is uh, basically they're gonna have to pay thirty five dollars a month if they want to watch uh, their team, at least in English. It looks like uh, KMEX is possibly gonna do Spanish uh, over the air yeah, broadcasting. Yeah, but how many of their games are gonna be nationally broadcast? It's got to be one of the top three in the league this year. I think right? they have sixteen nationally televised games. Overall. That's half the season. Yeah. So I mean. If you're ever going to try a deal like this, this is the year to do it. it it's, I think it's probably the future because I'll, I'll tell you right now, the LA Galaxy aren't getting another you know five point five million dollars a de- uh, five point five million dollars a year deal television deal after this one's over with. Um, that's not happening. So you know whether or not it's expensive for them, I don't really care. It is what it is. Um, but I just think it's interesting to see them lean that direction and go that direction. Not only that, but it is a shirt sponsor deal as well. So they got shirt sponsor and television, TV, internet rights, um, basically for for uh, from YouTube TV. So. Got that Google money, baby. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to get off of the news uh, before we dive into uh, uh, Mr. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is that LA Galaxy will face off against Fresno FC in Santa Barbara during the 2018 preseason as well. USL, USL side Fresno FC on February 15th, 7.30 p.m. at Harder Stadium in Santa Barbara. Tickets for youths are $10. Uh, general admission $15. Those increase by $5 each on game day. You can 
can get your tickets at x-oversoccer.com. Again, uh, February 15th, 7.30 p.m. if you want to make the drive up to Santa Barbara to see that game. And I think they tried to do something like this two years ago where they tried to play in Santa Barbara and it got completely and totally wiped out by rain. So uh, maybe that won't happen this time. That'll be nice. Yeah, it, listen, if you're up in Santa Barbara, let me make a wine recommendation for you. Hit Car Winery, fantastic Cab Franc. There we go. I, you heard yeah. it right here first, baby. I, I miss I missed you for your wine uh, your wine suggestions, of I course. I thought about doing, if the U.S. made the World Cup, I was going to think, like, maybe I should do, like, every U.S. player as a wine. Like, what's their type? Like, what's the wine that speaks to that player? <laughs> oh, wow. We, we just missed out on that one, huh? All right. Well, next time the, the U.S. are in the World Cup, we look forward to that uh, that particular article, podcast. How are you going to put that out? Multimedia? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't really think of specifics. You know this. I pretty much just wing most of the things I do. I'm a fantastic uh, fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of guy. That's why I don't wear underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's I, always, nice. I want to be ready for anything. I understand. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos got their first action of the preseason in a one nothing win for the Mexican national team. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos had the armband, and this, of course, was after all Juan Carlos Osorio was saying how amazingly in shape Giovanni Dos Santos was in headed into this. Uh, from all accounts, Giovanni Dos Santos did not impress in his 45 minutes, and in fact, the team probably got a little oh, bit better. Oh, he's in shape? I'm so excited. <laughs> well, Is there a way to measure his interest? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you this you think they could do like eye tracking to sort of be like is his eyes you know how they have the warning now for cars that if like you're sleepy it's like hey pull over pull mm-hmm. off to the side of the road Maybe they need that for geo when he's playing hey pull over to the side you're falling asleep on the field oh my god someone make that kid pop some riddlin or something <laughs> so uh geo uh, apparently didn't impress uh jonathan dos santos had the only assist on the only goal but came off how of is the jonathan not the one getting paid five million by the galaxy the everybody doesn't know that. That's the that, real talent. That is, and and I think everybody sort of agrees with that. Uh, I have high hopes for Gio this year because I think I, I, he has to perform; <laughs> otherwise, he will not be with the team anymore. So I would. Hope I'm that trying to figure out what his role is going to be, though. But I we can get into that a little bit later. Yeah. I, I'm, man. I is he a playmaker? I, I you 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 have Legette on the one side and uh, and Alessandrini on the other side. Right. Is he a false nine? Uh, Kamara is he really truly a target forward? Like, what's their combination between those two players? I don't really know. But I'm excited to see it though. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. I think, and all the articles, of course, that I read about this game um, were sort of saying that Osorio was also trying to figure out sort of a play-to-place Geo. It's the same conundrum everybody's always had. Where do you play Geo? How do you play Geo? Um, is he a number 10? He's not a number 10. Is he an all-out striker? He's not a striker. Is he a playmaker of any sort? Yeah, on occasion. It's uh, kind of the same problem Donovan had to a certain extent, but right. I think Donovan was better at being 90% at every position. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, and maybe that's... See, but Donovan was able to eventually figure out where he fit into a team, and, and maybe it was that, you know, people figured out how to play him, but at the same time, the Geo so far has not had that sort of comfort level with any coach, and this goes across, you know, some of the most talented coaches ever and biggest teams ever. Where do you play Geo? How do you make him succeed? That's going to be the biggest question, and if they can do it, if you can get Geo succeeding, Jared, you, this, you know, now you're talking, now you're playing with fire, this, this Galaxy team could be really good. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I just don't know what the magic sauce is. I really Nobody don't know does. what gets five million dollars doesn't get him interested. Having his brother on the team doesn't get him interested. Being the guy who's on his shoulders doesn't get him interested. I I I don't know what 
what gets this guy passionate. I, yeah. I don't see it. I don't know if I've ever seen him really passionate. I, I saw him that, that the, the he lives off of one goal a lot of times. Uh, the one goal against the U.S. men's national team, I think, in the Gold Cup, the that whole dribble around. Oh, that was the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the passion. That was the talent. I mean, I, I will no. S- that guy got a five million dollar contract six years lo- later on that on that goal on that goal. I know. Yeah. I, I I get it. It, it makes hundred. That and having a picture of him in a Barca kit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sorry, I'm bitter about that signing. I, by the way. I can, I, t- I can tell. I'm not a fan. I can tell. It's okay. Um, let's get to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, j- just hold on. Let me get to the. Let me get through the newsy part, and then you can go. Did and, you say nosy? No, I said newsy. Newsy oh, part. Newsy, yeah, like like newsies. Um, oh. The the newsy part, which is that if you have read the report that said Zlatan signed a contract three weeks ago, and you believe it, hit yourself in the head with something. All right. It's not true. He has not signed yet. I would let you know if I did think that. Now, this is what we know so far. He has not signed with the LA Galaxy. We know the LA Galaxy have interest. We heard Ibra's agent say that, of course, he's in talks to come to MLS. We know these two things. They're not a surprise. This has all happened before. However, there are rumors, and I think fairly considerable rumors, at least ones that I'm starting to lean towards, uh, that say that uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic has uh, given a verbal commitment to the LA Galaxy and that contracts could possibly be working their way towards him to sign. All right. This is what this is again. That's a rumor. Unconfirmed. Are you excited yet? I, I, I no. I won't get excited. I mean, technically speaking, I won't get excited until they make the official announcement. I don't care if they tell me off the so record. So you're you're on Team Slaton then. I am. I am on Team Slaton. So I mean, this is and and we can get into this. This it's is what, freaking Kool Aid, dude. It, why do you think no, it's Kool Aid? Okay, I have a lot to say on this. It is not going to be a popular opinion Go at ahead. all. Trust Go me, ahead. I've gotten filleted this week. Not that. Wait, no. No. Yeah, yeah. I know. Not, not filleted. Filleted. No. Yeah. Yes. And I have been filleted this week because, first of all, I had a dissenting opinion on this, and then Twitter decided to pick up my tweet as part of their Twitter moments. Oh yes. So when you click on the the Twitter moment for Zlatan coming to LA, you see my me in there saying about how I'm not a fan of it, right? Right. So I get every guy, which I'm sure they're Trump voters, coming out there talking about telling me how we're going to make Galaxy great again and how this guy is the way to do it and it's i it's like almost like they're not playing with logic could he be fantastic for la for sure okay is he one of the best players ever play the game for sure yes did he score 20 some goals for manchester united last year and look fantastic and look like he's 25 again for sure okay. did he have a terrible knee injury for sure yes he okay did. and that's where it comes down to for me in a season that was to be forgotten you need to do something this season result-wise. And could Zlatan be the key to bring home a championship this year? For sure. He could definitely do that. But I want to play the odds. Okay. And the odds to me tell me that a guy with a significant knee injury last season and then another kind of injury over the uh, the holiday break here – I'm worried about putting eggs in basket of a player like that because, first of all, it's totally MLS 2.0. Okay. It is the Beckham style where we bring agent, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of L.A. being the retirement home for people. I don't want another Steven Gerrard. Granted, this guy could be another Henri. I get it. I don't want to take that chance. Build me something natural. Build me something that is original. Build me something that is where MLS is going, not where it's been. Give me Kamara. I'm fine with that. Okay. Give me a bunch of guys like that that are on their up and build something. Dare this team to build something. Don't dare them to borrow something and borrow something at a risk. Borrow something that is someone else's. Build something here 
And that's where I'm kind of at with this, where he could be fantastic. And I would love to watch him, and he's going to be so much fun to have on the team, and I get all that. I want a team. I would rather a team be fourth place this year and not have Ibrahimovic and have the chance of first place or seventh place with him. I, I just I, I I don't see what's the five year plan with this Tam money if you're spending it on this guy. Well, I don't think you need a five year Tam uh, five year plan for for Tam money for if you if you are spending it on Zlatan. It's one point five million dollars. It's basically you know just sort of a throwaway as it is. Um, and I think it's a throwaway and a good. You said it, and and this is where I'll, I'll sort of put my car, uh, argument. Although. You know what? Somebody is calling. We should we should at least try to maybe possibly. Oh, someone's gonna tell me somebody, what's up. Somebody's gonna tell you that you're full of it again. Four two four. Who's this? This is Chris. I just have a comment on the uh, Slatan topic. Yes, Chris, go ahead. If you go on Slatan's Instagram right now, you will see that he is launching an underwear brand, which he currently has now. Okay. And he he is launching a perfume brand fairly soon. Yes. I'm a hundred percent sure this is the reason why Slatan is coming to LA to increase. Tell me that this guy can't sell banana hammocks in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's, he's coming to LA to expand his brands. Let's face it. This is the biggest market in America. This is where you do it. This is where you have the celebrity backing. So I think right now his priorities are going to be his brand. But but Zla- then he shouldn't like be here. Secondary thing. Well, well, well he- I think Gerard exactly. I'm thinking Gerard again. Gerard was a world class player four, five, six years ago. Still, he came to LA. He was a shell of his former self. The injuries got to him. The age caught up to him, and he was. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but Gerard was trash. So you know, I'm Don't expecting the same from Slatan. Terrible injuries. He's in his late thirties. And he's coming with a focus in mind of expanding his his brand. Right. I don't know how to feel about that. Awesome, Chris. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right, there's uh, there goes. I should Chris. also say I was on Team Zlatan last year. I was excited about him coming to the Galaxy last year before the injury. I wanted him to come because he looked amazing last season. And so I, I I understand where people are coming from. I was on that team. But uh, but I'm coming off a last place season, and I don't think the answer to our problems is a former god with a bum knee. Okay, here's here's my argument. Here's my counter. I won't take any phone calls during my counter. And the guy's Actually, trying to spite me just by launching an underwear deal because he knows I go commando. <laughs> That's a, exactly. That's a, he's he's targeted you specifically. Here's my by argument. By the way, take more calls. I would love for you to take more calls. I, I will. I would love for you to. Don't, uh, don't, 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 don't do it on my account. I will. I will take more calls, and, and everybody can call in, um, but you, have, you guys got to give me a chance to at least get my side of this on it. I don't want, I don't want Jared just to have all the fun. Um, here is my argument. Is you said that you're happy with Kamara, right? For sure. All right. So am I. I. I think the Galaxy did a great job, and I was happy with what they did, regardless of whether or not they get Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Cool. No problems. So, having said that, he's 36 years old. You pointed that out. Uh, he's coming off a major knee injury. Pointed it out. He can't get a game with Manchester United. Absolutely true. He can't even get on the bench because he's injured. 100% true. He's coming to extend his brand. Gerard was not coming to extend his brand. Gerard didn't have a brand. Gerard was just himself. But he's coming to extend brand his brand. sleeping pills, maybe. maybe. Maybe that's how it works. Beckham came over to extend his brand. That's why Beckham was primarily coming to Major League Soccer. Everybody knew that. Okay, no problems. I don't have problems with this. Guys Guys need to do their things. Everybody has their own sort of thing to do. Zlatan's thing is, I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a god. I speak in the third person. Uh, I have a perfume and underwear brand. I'm going to come over. I'm going to sell those things. And... On occasion, I may play for the LA Galaxy. 
That sounds like a great deal for me. You know why? Because the LA Galaxy have a wonderful starting lineup right so now. So you're telling me what sounds good to you is an oft-injured uh-huh. 36-year-old yes. with lack of focus and uh, where this number one priority isn't the team. No, no, That's no. what sounds like a good deal to you. No, no. What sounds like a good to me, deal to me is that a dude who cannot start anymore, cannot play 34 games, cannot pl- give you 70 minutes a game right now, is not going to be your starter. The Galaxy have a great starting lineup. I love it. So Ola Zlatan over, and you're going to bench him. I'm going to put him on the bench. That's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. And everybody's you like... think of the backlash from the, from the fans who think this guy is our savior. I got what? people tweeting me, Josh, that say this guy could ha- with half the games could, could break every scoring record MLS has. Th- I have fine. people legitimately saying that to me on Twitter without batting an eye. Yeah, that's you fine. Don't, I, I don't think you realize how insane the average MLS fan or soccer fan who doesn't understand MLS is about this. Oh, oh you think I don't understand? No, I think they're insane. I'm just going to give you a reasoned argument why sign Zlatan's a great thing. First of all, so it, you get to just throw away one point five million dollars. Well, I don't think you're going to throw it away. I think he's going to be. I could think he could be a really big impact player. You said you were not willing to take a chance on. You would rather finish fourth than possibly finishing first or seventh. That was your. Mm-hmm. That was your overall argument. True. I say. I think. They, I think this team needs that this season. I no no. What they're the LA Galaxy. They they need to win an MLS Cup. That's the only thing that'll satisfy the fans. That's the only thing that they are expecting. And I, I get it. They were trash last. Year, and I watched every single game. Nobody has to tell me that. Okay, but for this team, they need to take a risk on somebody. This is their risk. I'm perfectly fine with the risk. This risk could mean they're a first place team. This risk could mean that Zlatan comes off the bench, gives you 30 minutes, tears people apart in 30 minutes, or you spot start him. He can start every once in a while. He can't play 34 games. And anybody who's arguing and telling me that he is, you're an idiot. So you're telling me that a guy with a God complex, we can both agree that he has that, right? Uh, he, I think he used to. Yes. Continue. Okay. L- let's just uh, let's yes. just embrace history here and yes. assume he's still the person he was for most of his career. You're telling me a guy with a God complex is going to come over here and be satisfied sitting the bench. Oh, oh you're going to tell me he's going to come over here and think that that's the what he wants his brand to be. And how long before the guy with a track record of being outspoken is calling out this league and this team for not giving him what he should get as being Zlatan? Is, is Zlatan a starter for Manchester United right now? Well, he's interested. He's not really anything. Last ha, ha, season he was, yes. Last season he was for a while, and then he knew he wasn't going to be the starter this year. That that the 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 twelfth man on the premiership team doesn't think he's a starter in MLS. Oh well, I think he thinks that. All right, and and that's fine. Except that he can't even sit on the bench right now because he's injured. He knows that. He knows where his position is. See, here's the whole thing. You guys think that he's stupid because he's always this confident, braggadocious person, right? I mean, that's sort of been the argument for a very long time is that, oh, well, you know, Zlatan and the way that he does things, uh, you know, that's that's just he's a god. He thinks that you think that's not part of his brand or part of his act. You think that mm-hmm. he doesn't understand that he's injured and that he can't play 90 minutes anymore and that he talk about a guy with a god complex could totally be a savior for the LA Galaxy coming off the bench and scoring goals. I'm saying he cares enough about his brand that he doesn't want the last thing of his brand in his career being a bench warmer. And that's and and so so here's the thing is that his his career can either be over or he can play a little bit longer. 
Those are really his choices. He could go somewhere else and also probably be a bench player because his body can't physically handle 90 minutes of soccer anymore. So if he wants to go back to Sweden and play, or if he wants to go somewhere else, then have him go. I don't care. He could fill a very important, very crucial role for the LA Galaxy, which is to come off the bench. Jersey sales. And, and jersey sales. Absolutely. Why not? It's a great oh, business God, move. It feels so, it feels so freaking here, fake. Here we, here we go. 3-2-3, three, 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 who's this? Hey, uh, Gessman, this is uh, Bobby. Hey, Bobby, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I just want to say that I wholeheartedly agree with Josh on this. Oh, look, see, I win. I win, Jared. We're not taking any more calls Bobby after this. Bobby knows nothing. All right, Bobby, go ahead. Continue, sorry. All right, l- let me explain myself. Um, okay, so, you know, you take Slatan out of the equation, right? The team is basically what Jared has been asking for with, you know, you build it, you know, with these players, you know? Right. And so far, I think the team has done a really great job as far as uh, uh, addressing the needs that they had last year because I feel that it's, it's much more experience all throughout right. the squad, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and now that you're adding Slatan to this, right? Um, probably the, the most recognized player um, aside from Messi and Ronaldo on the world, in the world today, right? Right. Uh, because of his brand and where he's played. And I feel like it's just adding to an, a great offseason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that, you know, his persona, his, his personality or his ego will not let him come here and not leave without leaving a mark or a title because he has been a proven winner everywhere he's gone, regardless of how his time was at that team. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, but see, and I know you're agreeing with me here, but I mean, that that just that leads me to think that he comes over and he can make a mark however he can make a mark. He wants to do something he wants to do. So everybody who thinks that this guy has an ego that can't handle being on the bench, which he has already been on Manchester United this year. Um, why, why do you think, uh, you know, I, I, I just, anyway, Bob, I'm going to let you go, Bobby. I have some, I have some By other way, calls. Before you go, just yeah, so you know, ahead. you agreed with a guy who thinks boat shoes are a good idea. So that's on you. Boat, boat shoes are a wonderful idea. Bobby, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right. There goes, uh, there goes Bobby. Um, I, this is, this is the whole point for me is that this is a great move. If you use Here's him another thing about in this. a way, you got a guy with a bum knee come into a league with plays a bunch of games on turf too. Come oh, he on. won't play. Well, he won't play on turf. This is, again, do you know, if you learn nothing from superstars who come over and play, and arguing that it's 2.0... I did, and I'm done with it. And and you're arguing that it's 2.0. That's great. Go move I, to Atlanta. I, I am not looking forward to when we need a win, and he's not in, he's not in Portland, because well, he didn't make the trip because he wasn't going to play on turf anyway. We've seen guys do that. Okay, great. So what you're saying is the Galaxy need Ibrahimovic to win games. No, what I'm saying is that I need a player that is going to be team first, not brand first. And he doesn't. If he doesn't fit that bill, then I don't want him. I think that he is going to come, and if he if he's going to choose to play, he has a competitive streak. He's gonna he's gonna play. I mean, he's gonna want to play as hard as he can. He's gonna want to win, Jared. I'm saying in the end, while we're playing around with selling jerseys that say Ibrahimovic on the back or say Zlatan with a capital A and L and A in the middle of it, right? Toronto and Atlanta are building a dynasty, and we are not going to be able to compete. Toronto's built around U.S. men's national team players who they're paying a ton of money for. For and, sure. And who came and over from my, Europe. They are and came over from Europe. Earlier. But came over from Europe, and then they have a great, they, really how, deep who's team. Their aged, who's their age superstar? Uh, Josie Outdoor. How old is he? No, that is not an aged superstar. The guy couldn't even score at hole. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, how old is Giovinco now? Wait, no, he's not a superstar because that guy he, was sitting the bench in Italy. Well, he's Robbie Keane. That was the Robbie Keane whenever we got Robbie Keane. What I'm saying is that these teams are doing it with either younger players or core players. They're not going back to the not 2007 and grabbing the big name guy for the short term uh, short term win. That's great. I want LA to start being looking long term. That's and great. This is not a long term looking deal. No, it's, it's not. I'm showing this is a small penis contest with LAFC right now. No, 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 no. What this is is an LA market trying to get a superstar in order to put butts in seats. You, you need wins? No. B- BS. That is such BS. And nobody has proven that. Nobody what? has proven that at all. No LA Los Angeles... sold out the st- to HDC before uh, Beckham was even there. No. No. Who no. sold, who sold out there, who, who sold out the HDC beforehand? And, and what kind of... Wh- before Beckham was there. Yeah, we were once, the best attended team in the league. Yeah, once or twice on occasion. Oh God, it was not no, every single this game. This you're off, dude. No, this, this, is, this is literally not how it works. In Los Angeles, you need to have stars. And as soon as the stars went away from L.A., it didn't matter that the team was winning. They didn't sell seats, right? When was that? After, what, even 2015. So Beckham goes away That's after 2014. The first year we didn't have a legitimate star since Beckham got here. Landon Donovan was there. Landon Donovan's not a, not a legitimate star. Robbie Keane was there. Robbie Keane's not a legitimate star. It took Giovanni Dos Santos... It took I'm Giovanni saying, Dos Santos. LA had the best attendance in the league before Beckham ever came. So I don't see that as being a difference. Or even if we're averaging 24,000 instead of 25,000, Beckham's money doesn't justify 1,000 more people in the seats. They were the best attended team in the league before Beckham. They may have been, yeah, they, but they weren't once, they once you have other teams come in. Got there. Once you have other teams. LA teams need stars. You know that. Landon Donovan, Robbie Keane, David Beckham. Those were, those were the big deals. Easier with them, yes. Yes, yes. What happened whenever you brought in Giovanni Dos Santos? Did the Kings and Ducks win Stanley Cups and have good attendance without stars? They, they had stars on their teams, absolutely. That's why, the, that's why the LA Kings had Wayne Gretzky brought in to LA whenever he came in. Talking about the last championship. I, I, fine, talk about the last championship. Whenever they finally start winning in terms of, oh my God, this team might be good, they made those guys stars. That doesn't happen in soccer right now. LA and it's never happened in, in town. that. The LA responds to two things. Bandwagon. Stars. And, and okay? winning. And if you know what, teams, they will follow a winning team. They, it will not happen in soccer. And it's oh never it proven to happen Josh, in soccer. Happened from 2002 to 2005. When there was no competition. Oh, my God, dude. When there was so, no competition. Wait, wait, you never mentioned competition as being a prerequisite for attendance until just now. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. When there's, when there's nobody there, you have people to the games. The LA Galaxy was the most dominant team from 2002 to 2005, and it brought put butts in the seats. Yeah, nobody sits in those and seats anymore. Those players were outside of the people that were going, but butts were in the seats because they knew they were bringing home trophies. No, no, no. No, that's not how this works in Los Angeles, and it has never worked. 2015, 2016, 2017, yes, those, team, those teams were not great, all right? But why didn't people show up in 2015? I do. They're all run together for me. I don't remember 2015 from 2016. Yeah, because David Beckham wasn't there anymore. You had Robbie Keane and you had Landon Donovan. David Beckham leaves and all of a sudden attendance drops. So you're all saying right? all of a sudden we went from 27,000 down to like 15,000 uh, 27,000 down to about an average of 21 or 22. You sold out games all the time. Granted, I don't like how the league schedules games anymore. Obviously, they're faced more towards national television audience. That hurts attendance. All right. But you need stars. All right, and in Los Angeles, you need stars. Now, I love that the LA Galaxy, you, you're talking about long-term. Long-term, the LA Galaxy have a group in play right now that can have long-term success. That's what you like to see. 
there's longevity here, but it doesn't hurt to bring in one big name. The Galaxy already had a successful offseason. You bring in somebody like Zlatan Ibrahimovic on a whim, possibly a, with the targeted allocation money, all right? Well, well we're going to talk about that a little bit, but you do that, right? And now, yes, you're taking a chance. I understand taking a chance. You're rolling the dice, and I agree you're rolling the dice, and you may not have somebody who can play for you for 34 games or who can do anything like that. All right, but if he can be even half the player that I think they expect him to be, come off the bench, be a spot starter, be able to fill in when when you know Giovanni Dos Santos is gone, when Jonathan Dos Santos are gone, you have something on this team that you didn't have before, and you have the jersey sales, and you have the national attention. That's a, that's a win. You have to make business deals sometimes. I I, I guess I just feel like I. I want this team to have a soul, and I think when we do things like this, it is soulless. It, it's you know, not let, soulless. Let the if new they, team in town do this. It's not soulless the if they win an MLS Cup, this, Josh. It's not. No, no, no. It's not soulless if they win an MLS Cup. See, and that's sort of the, that's sort of the whole thing. I know we're getting lots of phone calls here. I will try to put some more. Keep calling. I will. Uh, I will put some more in here. Let me see if I can bring this person on. Who's this? Hi. Uh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Hi, this is Julio calling from Japan. Julio's again. calling um, from Osaka, Japan, Jared. Just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Arigato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> what do you got, Julio? <laughs> um, I'm either, I'm kind of like either or with Latan. I just wanted to bring up the point of, I remember when Ashley Cole was signing, he had a bunch of naysayers and he proved everybody wrong. So I was one. If the Galaxy, sign, if the Galaxy signs Latan, I'm going to give him a chance and see how it works out. All right, all right thank you. All right, thanks, I 100% raised my hand and tell you I was wrong about Ashley Cole. I was 100% not a fan of that signing, and I was wrong. I, I liked the signing once I figured out how much money it was worth. This could be something that, that is similar I didn't similar think here. he was coming here for the right reasons based on his statements, but his play backed up my fears. All right, uh, 817, who's this? Hey, what's up, Josh? It's uh, Javi here in Texas. Hey, Javi. We see we went from Japan to Texas now. We're worldwide. All right, what do you got, Javi? <laughs> you are worldwide. Hey, um, look, um, I have to side with you on the Zlatan thing. Um, I think Zlatan is worth a lot to the Galaxy, even sitting on the bench. He's realistically the guy who has a phenomenal physical makeup. I mean, he has recovered from his injury faster than normal. Um and, yeah, he had an unfortunate setback, but, I mean, the guy is extremely motivated. Uh, it's all over his career. Everywhere he goes, he's a winner. Um, he just is not one of those guys that you will ever need to ever count out. And it, it's part of the Galaxy fabric, man. I mean, Jorge Campos, the first year, we, they, we brought in Jorge Campos because he was a name. That was it, pandering. It you know that was pandering, Javi. <laughs> so was Luis Hernandez. Of course it was pandering. So was Giovanni Dos Santos. And you know what? The team sucked with Luis Hernandez. <laughs> the, the team has sucked over the years, all right? But they have also had some you know, really You know what stars. we did to get Luis Hernandez, Josh? What? Do you know what we did to get no, Luis Hernandez? I don't, I don't remember. We traded Clint Mathis. <laughs> oh. A 22-year-old Clint Mathis. <laughs> the, right in his prime. <laughs> that is what I talk about when I'm talking about soulless. That we would give up a talent like that, who was producing for L.A. back then. That, he was a wanted player when they got rid of him. He was not an unknown factor. We would give up the future of the club to pander to a demographic. And that's what makes me feel like it's soulless. Build me something with soul, dude. I, I said go move, to, go, go move to Atlanta. Who are you pandering to, Jared? 
There's no Swedes in L.A. Yeah, no, you're pandering to an audience you think you're going to have by 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 getting him. It, it is a short-term <laughs> money grab. It's a cash grab. That's what I mean when I say it's pandering. Not not only is it not well, only but, is it, but not only is it short-term. It's pandering I agree with to you. Euro snobs, I'll tell you that. And not only is it short, but it's pandering to the world. I mean, yeah, I like the demographic they're going after, Jared. You can't give them crap for that. They're pandering What's to the, the entire world. After? The entire world. This is this <laughs> is a world superstar. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think what you're going to see is you're going to have a bunch of people tune in and say, wow, the quality of this league sucks. And then you've gained nothing. Uh, maybe. Because it, the people that are going to watch him no. are PR haters anyway. Trust me. I have heard from all of them this week on Twitter. You have you have, people you, that do not watch. They're too good to watch MLS. Right. But they'll trash it. Right. Of course they will. I know. Dude, because Latan's coming you, you here. You just have, they have no knowledge of what goes on here. <laughs> what, what was that, Javi? Sorry. He's just got too many Trumpers following. <laughs> That's what it is. He probably he probably ticked all. But all right, Javi, thanks for calling in, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, there goes Javi. All right, uh, yeah, with the the, line, the lines are. St- this is the world, Jared. I think I'm pretty accurate on my demographic here. It is the world that you're looking at, and I will take the world as a demographic every single time. And if Slotan comes over and he doesn't perform, then it's hey. Have you learned nothing from Trump's presidency? We can go this alone. America first. <laughs> I, can't, I I knew this would happen eventually. You have taken up the side of Donald Trump. That's all. Oh, that's God, all I feel fun. so dirty. All right. Uh, let's see. So we, we've obviously argued a little bit about Zlatan. That's fine. Um, Jared and I still like each other. It's not a big deal. You guys don't have to worry about it. At eh. all. Like borderline. We don't get to see each other that much, so it's fine. Uh, let's see. Okay, wait. We got another one. I, I, I want to keep going here. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 949. Who's this? Hey, Josh. It's David. What's going on, buddy? Hey, David. What's up? What do you got? Uh, nothing much, man. Listen, um, you, know, you guys are talking about Zlatan. I think right now at this point, he's not going to come unless I think he thinks he's a starter. Because I, I think, you know, I saw the documentary on Netflix about Zlatan, and it's a really good documentary. I think you guys should check it out. But he's, he thinks he's the greatest thing to ever walk this planet. And with him coming to the LA Galaxy, if he's not a starter then that's when he's going to complain in the locker room and make, make himself a cancer like, he, like Jermaine Jordan was last year. Right. So, in mm. that sense, so in that sense, I think he needs to come and he needs to be a starter. I get what you're saying about him being a great super sub, but at the same time, if you have an unhappy Zlatan on the bench, he's going to go to the press. He's going to, he's going to be calling out Sidney Schmidt in the, in the press. Mm. He's going to be making a giant scene, and I think that's going to be the big problem about what you're saying about him being a super sub. Yeah, he doesn't see Madonna, first lady on the stage. Hey, thanks for the call. We have, we appreciate it. I swear, this so Skype updated and they won't let me mute all of the uh, all of the calls anymore in terms of like you know the the music that's going on and all that fun stuff. So I just wanted to give everybody a heads up. That's why you're hearing some of the Skype calls coming through. Six two six. Who's this? What's up, guest man? What's happening, man? What do you got? Big chilling. First of all, I'm watching you on my iPad. And I saw you forward my call. That's kind of uh, disrespectful. That, oh man, I absolutely uh, you you and seventeen other people. I apologize. What? But you're on now. So. It's okay. I forgive you. Thank you. I Anyways, appreciate. About Zlatan, he would be a great acquisition to the team. Why? Not only fame wise. Uh huh. But when he comes out here, he's not playing. You know what I mean? Which is good. He should be coming off the bench as soon as he becomes 100%, because if they make him fast, come on fast, he's going to get hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah, because he's old and brittle. But I, guy, I agree. Yeah, this guy has a quality. Even he's 36 and old, he'll still walk all over any defender in the MLS. Uh, uh, here we go. He's going to break every it, record, right? He will. 
Nah, I'm not talking about records. Right. You know what's going to happen? You know what's really going to happen, dude? Bobby Burley is going to kneecap him. (laughs) Bobby Burley is going to kneecap him. No, I mean, he could. We were were saying what could really happen is, you know, Bobby Burley is going to take him out. I mean, Jared, listen, Jared, I I get it. I, I don't... I don't even disagree with... I don't disagree with either side. If you want to say that you don't want Zlatan, that's fine. I think you're an idiot. Um, I think yeah. that if you have a chance to get him, you get him. And yeah, why not, right? They, y'all want to win or y'all want to lose? Uh, I'm trying to eat, and he's going to score. And uh, there's another one. Yeah. Let's just say we do get Zlatan. How many free kick takers do we have now with adding him on the team? Uh, let's see. I guess he would be the one, because I'm trying to think... No, who else? Alessandrini is a good free kid taker. He's 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 okay. Geo Geo's taken some too. Uh, Jonathan can take him. You're talking about guys who practice him all the time. Those are probably the, you're, those are probably your three. But it makes our better. It makes our chances better to score, right? I agree. Yeah, not, for the the day, we'll <laughs> not for the first sixty minutes. Not for the first. Doesn't matter. He's listen. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, it, it's it's. It, hey, I appreciate the call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. You got anything else you want to close out? Love you. Thank you. Love you too. All right, there we go. Um, <laughs> The, here's the thing, and I said it, and I will say it again, and you can all, you know, just roll your eyes however much you want to roll it, is that Zlatan should come here, and he should be a rich man's Alan Gordon, and then that that's a good role for him. And if he doesn't want that oh role— my God, just how I'm sure his brand always wanted to be made. <laughs> I, I said it, I do it on purpose. I, this is a purposeful jab at people Somehow who don't it's understand. Alan Gordon with a bigger nose. Yes, <laughs> better feet. Um, better mustache, too, let's be honest. Well, man. Alan Gordon had had only one thing going for him. I'm not sure what that one thing is, but it was one a thing. A huge thing in his pants, I bet. <laughs> that could very well be it. Um, that, but, you know that dude's hung. <laughs> do, do, would I, why? Why would I know that? Dude, you could just tell. Well, first of all, you're in the locker room. You probably know better than me. But I'm, I'm just saying, that looks like the type of dude. <laughs> that just sort of is sneaky about it? Oh, uh, there's not much up top, but ton down below. I understand. Anyway, so back to Zlatan. You make the deal. You make the deal because you need to make the deal. You make the deal because this is the gamble that you want to make in 2017. It's not long-term. It doesn't have to last. And here's the deal. Right now, we know that targeted allocation money is probably going to be used in this. In fact, I was told specifically by a source that that's how it was going to work, targeted allocation money. There is a rumor out there right now that the LA Galaxy may be uh, possibly looking at a rule change in order to bring Zlatan in. No, it's not a fourth designated player, but they are looking at possibly buying down Roman Alessandrini. This is something I told you that is impossible to do. It's impossible because... Here, here's the difference. Here's, yeah. here's the analogy I'm going to use right now for, yeah. for where we're at. You want a one-night stand. I want a relationship. I, I, here's I, the thing about a one-night stand. It could be the best sex of your life, or you could end up with the herps. <laughs> so... Like, take your chances, Josh, but I'm trying to find that long-term girl. You you can try to be long-term, but long-term doesn't necessarily win you a championship, especially not in Major League Soccer. Oh, you haven't been in my marriage, my friend. <laughs> Major League Soccer. Oh, I don't, no, a girl has to listen to this just so I know she she knows I said that. No. <laughs> You're going to just listen to this part right here. Yeah, just fast forward for the, through all the parts where I talked about me being commando. M- Major League Soccer is not a a league that allows you to build a dynasty. All right, you may get one Disagree. or two or three years tops. That is what a dynasty is in tops. sports, dude. No, but like that doesn't even mean. Look at Toronto. They're talking about Toronto being a dynasty. They won one MLS okay, Cup. Give me an example of a dynasty in sports. Uh, the yeah, LA Galaxy. American sports. The LA Galaxy. How about that? Okay, from what year to what year? Twenty eleven to twenty fourteen. Three years, just what you just said. Four years, technically. It's a sports thing. It's a sports thing. It's, it's four years. 
Um, that had, but they got extremely lucky with that in order to be able to pull that extremely off a of major league. Lucky, come on, Josh, they you did. and I are both there. That team was fantastic. Twenty twelve was luck. Twenty twelve was luck. That team got hot at the right time. They were a very good team, but they were horrible Dude. through that entire year. I will say that that was the first two months of what ended up being four great years. So, granted, they happened to start at that point. But that talent was there already. So so this is what I'm saying is that the Galaxy already have it. And I'll even lean on you with this. That the Galaxy have a long-term base built right now. They could go two or three years with the lineup they have. Nobody's extremely old. Nobody's extremely young. They will be old after three years. But you would imagine they're going to refresh some of those pieces as they go along. Listen, I just want to keep us from getting like Swedish herpes. That's all I'm saying. Okay? So like, listen, I just want to use protection. And maybe you just want to go like like bareback, but but I, I'll let you do what you want to do. But you know you're rolling the dice with this one. But if you get Swedish herpes and lift an MLS Cup, it's probably worth the penicillin. It itches. It's it itches, but it's probably worth the penicillin. That's what I'm saying. Uh, man, you don't know how to. You know there's no cure for that, right? You, you know, you've never. You're so you're so innocent. That's right. I you am. Let's uh, let's move on. Anyway, but the rule changed. So the whole buying down Alessandrini is that you know Max Tam is 1.5 million dollars in terms of a contract that you can buy down. The Galaxy are possibly looking at getting that to be two million. Um, so if that happens, they could buy Alessandrini down and then they could designate a player, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, but I'm being told that's not necessarily how it's going to go. It's very fluid in terms of how that goes back and forth. It kind of doesn't matter um, in most terms as long as the Galaxy stay intact with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. If they had to get rid of somebody like Alessandrini, by the way, I want to be very clear on this. If the Galaxy have to get rid of anybody besides Siani in order to get Zlatan, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not doing it. You don't get rid of Ima. You did a good job this year. Your lineup is good. Emma Boateng is extra. He, I was okay with trading him. I understood it, why I they needed to. I told you last season I, I, when I was on. Emma Boateng or Giassi Zardes had to go. And they made the right call. It was I wasn't sure if you were going to be able to move Giassi Zardes, to be honest with you. Emma Boateng, I thought, had more upside. Right. Um, well, trade value. I should say that. Not upside. Trade value. Um, so... I was pleased to see. I was not pleased to see four hundred thousand dollars went out too, which is the reason why you cannot start. Uh, you could not start uh, Zlatan because right. you spent four hundred thousand dollars of your money to get Kamara in here. He's got to play. He's oh, he's that's why he's that's again. I, I'm under the impression that Zlatan's coming off the bench. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's the best place for him. So that I'm fine with it. Kamara starts. He is the starter. He's gonna need a starter. I'm great. I'm great. And by the way, there's people in the uh, chat room who said that I would get Swedish herpes if that's what it took to get slot on. Just letting you know. So I'm glad we I'm glad we could make that something. Uh, Rubio Rubin, who we had talked about at like an Ikea bedroom. (laughs) Dude, the guy who uh, who started Ikea died. Did you hear that? Way to bring it down, Josh. I'm I sorry. knew that. I wasn't going to say it. We're already talking about STDs. You're going to talk about death. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take it. Go all dark there. But it, you think it, his coffin has like 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 20 different pieces you have to put together <laughs> to make, for, before you can sit in it? Do you know why he started IKEA? Do you, like, do you know? He what, wanted to frustrate every man in America. <laughs> he wanted to make us feel like complete idiots. Uh, he was. He saw somebody trying to move something, and they took the legs off of a, a, like a dresser, and he was like, "Oh, well, I bet we could just make furniture that would like be flat, and that would make sense." So then that was the start of the. Uh, torture device known as Ikea. A perfect example of a man that chose to build something. <laughs> Rubio Rubin signs with the uh, Jolos. That's what we're being told right now. Uh, this was a guy who was possibly on the LA Galaxy's radar. Uh, he was. Well, what, what's our what's our position anyway? For for uh, what's our allocation position? Two. Two. Actually, it should be one. I think Orlando's going to take the... Orlando traded with Dallas. Dallas had the first. 
Uh, Dallas was so Orlando took the first. Dallas takes whatever Orlando's was like seventh or something like that. Orlando Is was Ruby Rubin was Ruby Rubin even a yes. allocation worthy player? Yeah, he He's was played for the national team as recently as a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, yeah, he was. But it wasn't consistent in any way. Yeah, he was. So he was an allocation player. It was a it was an idea that came about. It, anyway, it looks like he went to Liga MX instead of coming to Major League Soccer. It was a little bit of a twist. There. There's no guarantee of starting here, and I'm not the guarantee is in, in Cholos, but I think it's a good idea. It's probably a good place for him to land. People are finally realizing that the picture of you that I have up here is not a picture of you. So that's always good. It's, it took, it only, <laughs> Do you still have, what did we use back in the day? Uh, River Phoenix. River Phoenix. River Phoenix. That's yes. so right. Yes. Yeah, it's close enough. It, close enough. Exactly. Yeah, Spitting I mean, image. I think out the Viper room a lot. So. Spitting image. Absolutely. Uh, so there we go. Uh, it, yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're not seeing it on the live show, you're missing out. You need to go to the live show at least once or twice and enjoy uh, the other three or four people who are in the chat room. No, there's a whole bunch of people there. I just I like to be, uh, of course, a, a Debbie Downer on this. Um, let's see. Is there anything I else you like, want? Yeah. What else? Before we wrap or anything like that, yes. before we get towards the end, I want to say how much I love the Perry Kitchen signing. It, I really feel like that was one of the signings that really brought this team together for me when I saw it on paper. It's a smart, I'm a fan it's a of smart, Perry Kitchen. It's a dude, smart signing. I feel like that's something we really needed was that stopper. It's a smart signing. I like it. Um, there was nobody who Jonathan Santos to do something he couldn't do last year, be a true two way player. Well, and that's sort of the whole idea is that the galaxy had no defensive midfielder. Now they have two. They had Jermaine Jones, which was for, like you said, no defensive uh, midfield player. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't his, granted it was a position he could play, but it certainly wasn't somebody you needed in the locker room. So adios. But he was also a striker. He was also a center back. What the hell was that? No, nobody, nobody. It feels like a bad dream, dude. It was, it was last year was a bad dream. Um, no, Perry Kitchen is good. The, the fact that they have Servando Carrasco as well as a backup there is is really good as well. So I, I like the fact that you can start Perry Kitchen and you can bring Carrasco in. You can bring in uh, Joao Pedro and and not make him be a defensive yeah, so player. How far down is Hussidic in that depth now? Well, it depends because he can play almost any of those midfield positions. So he could probably fit. He, he's two. He's two deep, three deep. Yeah. Yeah, he's duct tape. It, which is great. I mean, which you might yeah. need. And that's good depth. I mean, the Galaxy are a very, very deep team, and that is something that they didn't have last year. So you have to you have to be okay with it. And anybody men- mentioning Pato will get blocked from the uh, from the chat room. I'm just I'm letting you. Oh, know. I heard he got a haircut in L.A. Oh my God! I swear, you know the guy like just because the guy can type three words to an L.A. Galaxy account on a social media account, everybody thinks he's coming to the L.A. He's not coming. That's not happening. Stop it. All right, him and Jonah know each other. I, I really don't like I don't like the Pato stuff even a little bit. Um, no, okay, so let's go to the final stuff that I wanted to get to before we get anywhere. Uh, Corner of the Galaxy T-shirts are now for sale. They just went up for sale today. As we're yeah, you would think that uh, someone would kick down one for a founder. No, no, you have to buy them. You want to buy Dude. one? What? We? I have to buy them. Do you think I'm gonna pay you? Oh, I man. have to buy them. One. I know this is. It's the downside of not getting them printed like Damn. myself. There, it's through a through. It's actually a lot easier. What about a good homie discount? Uh, we'll see about scarves. When scarves come in, maybe I can hook you up. The scarves are on their way, well, the and scarf they're. Scarf is California, man. It's hot. No, you you want a scarf? That's your that's your Twitter handle. Is the scarf? You need you can redo you it. You see, I didn't even know how to use it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Anyway, cog shirts. Go to bonfire.com, or of course, uh, you can go to uh, to. I'll put a link in this podcast. Um, I'll put a link basically anywhere on Twitter, on Facebook, any of those places. Go, but go to bonfire.com. Type in cog, and then you can get and order those shirts. I got five colors for you this time. All right, five colors. I don't know what else I can do. I also gave you something the LA Galaxy will never give you. I gave you five. Chunkless? I gave you five stars. 
five Ooh. stars on a, on a crest. Now, granted, it's the corner of the galaxy crest, but you can walk around and point to five actual stars on a crest, unlike any jersey that you can so buy. So you as listeners, why don't you go to iTunes and give us five stars? There's, there, oh, nice. Nice segue. Uh, colors, navy blue. There's a charcoal that, that's like a black color. Uh, there's a light gray. There's a pink, which I've already ordered. I really am a fan of the pink. The pink looks sharp. It goes great with boat shoes. It goes wonderful with boat shoes. And then and there's like a, a blazer. And, oh, my God. Why? You get that you, Miami Vice look. You're like dressing me right now. This is gonna help them. I'm gonna show up. Uh, and then, of course, a white as well, and multiple sizes. Try there. to find some acid wash jeans and really bring it together. Uh, let's see. What else do we have in terms of uh, just different announcements? I'm trying to think of different things Open that house? we have to do. Open house, the corner of the galaxy open house on February 17th. Uh, are you going to try to come? You're going to try to come, I'm going to try, you? dude. At first, I thought I was going to be have to be a no-show. I have my big poker tournament for my birthday that day. If I can get free early, I'm going to try to get down there. All right, good. This is good. So Jared Jared should be here. Kevin should be here. Other co-hosts are possibly going to be here as well. 9 to 12, so 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. This is ahead of the LA Galaxy's uh, February 17th match with the San Jose Earthquakes. That's the Orange County Great Park, which is just minutes from the studio here. Um, so you can come by here, hang out. We should have the LA Galaxy Star Squad here. Will you have a continental breakfast for me? I, I think there's going to be donuts, coffee, and soft drinks. How about that? I'll take it. That, okay, good. That works. Uh, you will be able to buy the Corner of the Galaxy scarf here at the studio. You'll be able to come and sit in the chair in the studio. You can pretend to be me. We can take pictures. Uh, Jared will sign anything you want. Um, he, he loves signing man. I love signing things in pairs. <laughs> I knew it was going there. By the way, the donut, the official uh, food of 2017 galaxy with it, cause it has a big hole in the middle. There, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Uh, so anyway, that's the corner of the galaxy open house. There's going to be an auction, I believe for an LA galaxy signed Jersey. I am going to go through all of my old kits that I have, all my old jerseys. I'm going to sell those all for the LA Galaxy Foundation as well. Um, so I've reached out to all the uh, co-hosts, so if they can make it, they're going to come. Um, so you can be here, and there's going to be a Q&A session as well. Uh, Kevin Baxter and I will probably host that. Jared, you can get in on that as well, and we can tell you all the things that you want to know about the LA Galaxy, and we're always afraid to ask. Um, Feel free to ask questions from the old school, like how did jo Josh and I start? Yes, we could do that, absolutely. That's a that's a sad, sad day in podcasting history. Uh, but then, of course, the COG scarves are coming on February 7th. That's the last thing I wanted to get there. There it is. That's sort of how I laid it out. I think that's it. Is there anything else, Jared, that we need to go over, or or have we talked it to death already? I think we've probably talked it to death. I probably have some takes on LAFC, but that can stay for another time. You're just going to have to come back on the show whenever you get a free chance again. I, are you going to go to that first LAFC home game? Uh, No. I don't think so. I think I will. I think it's my duty as a Southern California soccer fan to just, do that. To, see, to sort of see what it's about? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think it's so important to support the culture and stuff like that, you know? So I, I think there's part of me that kind of will. Um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking about it. I, I think it's almost like I feel obligated to, in a certain way. Okay, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Let me go over some housekeeping things real quick. Um, you do not have to RSVP to come to the open house. Somebody's asking in the chat room. You do not have to. If you want to go on the Facebook page and say you're coming, though, that would help me out. I can get an idea of how many, you know, five or six people are coming. That would be great. Um, and then the other housekeeping thing that I saw in the chat room that I want to clear up about Zlatan and about the transfer window. Zlatan Ibrahimovic does not need to abide by the European transfer window that is going on right now. Only the window that is open in the place that you're coming to yeah, needs to be open. Yeah, it always matters where you're going, not yeah. where you came so, from. Yeah, so in MLS, the window is open. He can come. Also, 
it's likely that Manchester United would release him from a contract. If they released him from the contract, he's out of contract and would not need to come in any window. So slap all your friends who tell you that Zlatan can't come till the summer. This deal still seems likely. You really want people to in. smack people. I'm, I'm very upset at a whole bunch of things, and I've decided that slapping people is the best way to get around that. Man, it, I just it just it is it is a civilized way. I mean, they did it back in the day with gloves. Oh, you want to do it with a glove? Yes, okay, I want to. Yeah, yes. that's high class. Yes, I okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. All right, skin is for cretins. All right, everybody thinks that you're an LAFC fan now. Oh my way. god! Right? You know what? I've been here long enough to remember when there was no team, and I was just a California soccer fan wishing for a team to start. So that's probably where this comes from to a certain extent. Hey, it makes sense to me. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to question your L.A. Galaxy fanhood. That's not something not I would I'm buying do. season tickets. I right. think it's kind of important to be part of soccer. Here's the thing. Would you, if you could go to Atlanta's first game in their new stadium, would you have gone to it? Yeah, absolutely. Does that make you a traitor to L.A.? I think that lots of people think I'm a traitor to L.A., but no, I, in my mind, it doesn't. I'm a soccer fan first. I was there. I didn't. I wasn't Galaxy till I died because Galaxy didn't exist when I grew, when I grew up. So you, like, you, is it is it my team? Yeah, it's my team. But I'll tell you right now, if if there was a team in the Atlanta Empire opening next year, I'm switching yeah. because that is my home. That's where you that's, know. I I I, I get it. Uh, and you're not gonna. You don't have to explain yourself to me. I just wanted to let you know what they were saying about you in the chat room, so that way you could yell at them. You want to slap well, them? Can't you can't see what I'm pushing to. What I'm physically pointing towards them. <laughs> I understand. All right, uh, that's it. We're done. I don't. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm. I have to go pack. I have to get on another airplane. I was just back. I don't even. I don't even know what day it is. It's Thursday, but I don't know what it is. It's February first. I know that. So, Jared, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can get me on the uh, Twitter machine at J Rodius J R O D I U S, and I do do an occasional non-soccer pop culture uh, show with my old partner Jason Davis from the Best Soccer Show who's currently on SiriusXM doing SiriusXM FC uh, United States of Soccer but uh, Slop Culture you can find that at, on Twitter as well at Slop Culture or on iTunes alright Jared uh, thanks for stopping by buddy I certainly appreciate it love you buddy alright if you're looking for me on Twitter at Jay Gessman J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N and of course at Galaxy Podcast head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com go to bonfire.com order our shirts please order our shirts it helps us pay bills here then I can keep doing this, and it'll be fun, all right? Uh, let's see, cornerofthegalaxy.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all those places. That's it. Back on Monday with Mr. Kevin Baxter. For Mr. Jared Dubois, I'm Josh Kessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, Goodbye, everyone.